Hello everybody, my name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be talking about Doug Wilson striking back against some of his most prominent critics, a group that goes by the name Examining Moscow. They're these rabid liberals that really don't like Doug Wilson, don't really know why what started their dislike of Doug Wilson, which apparently has been going on for a decade, don't really care to get into that either, but Anyway, this is an interesting story because Doug Wilson's threatening a defamation lawsuit and Doug Wilson's fixing himself to be the next Johnny Depp, so to speak. And it's pretty interesting the claims that uh, the counts of defamation that he levies against them in a cease and desist letter that threatens lawsuit in a way that brings individual liability to people who operate anonymously online so this is pretty interesting so we're going to get to that but first i want to let you know evangelical dark web is a christian news gathering and commentary ministry we reported on this over the weekend and if you were signed up for the evangelical dark web newsletter you would have gotten this because i don't do weekend videos a whole lot but you would have gotten this article on saturday if you were on the newsletter you also can sign up for our Patreon-like system at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join. But the least you can do is like this video, subscribe to the channel, to the podcast, if you are new. So, uh, Doug Wilson uh, threat sent a cease and desist letter, and it has... It's a little wordy. It's mostly, you know, legal. I, I kind of get the feeling that Doug Wilson wrote this, but his lawyers kind of went over the, went over this, and he's gotten some apparently expert defamation case uh, lawyers on the case. So he's got a 12-page cease and desist letter with a lot of footnotes uh, citing social media posts from the group examining Doug Wilson in Moscow, mostly known as examining Moscow. Uh, so we wrote this article over the weekend. And one of the biggest things about this, there's four different counts. We're going to talk about each of the counts. Uh, but there's a lot of Doug Wilson critics out there. And I just got to say, like, we criticize Doug Wilson quite a bit on this channel. So I'm not like a Doug Wilson bro. I'm not a follower of his. I don't really align with his theology that much. He's pedo-baptist. I'm credo-baptist and credo-communion. Whereas, you know, I think I, I he's somewhere nuanced on the credo-communion or pedo-communion thing if I want to. If I recall, he's also post mill. I'm not really post mill. So these are some distinctions between myself and Doug Wilson. And it's interesting because we've gone after Doug Wilson for, to me, you know, from a more orthodox position. They go after Doug Wilson. Examining Moscow goes after Doug Wilson because they're theological liberals. They don't have an orthodoxy that they're defending. They're simply liberals, and that that's what this group is, and others like them. So, he had a cease and desist letter with four different counts, and Doug Wilson has had enough and has threatened them with the defamation uh, suit. The first count, and I, I'm using the word count, that might not be the official way to put it, but he has like four things that he's hammering them on, so I'm saying count. Uh, 
involves falsely accusing a student at of Logo School of sexual assault over incidental contact in a basketball game. Even if their characterization of the events were true, they wouldn't really amount to sexual assault. So let's talk about what exactly it is we're looking at on the replay. And I've, I've seen some images like this. Uh, that sounds not really helpful, but you're looking at dude in the back here. There's in incidental touching of butt, I guess. And I don't think that amounts to sexual assault. You also have an instance down over here where I don't necessarily see contact. It, it's difficult to see, and the camera angle isn't exactly uh, definitive. And a lot of the videos that have been surfacing online regarding this tend to be in slow motion, which is the least reliable way to showcase a video like this. Uh, you know, you should be watching things that are viewed as evidence in real time as much as possible. But at the end of the day, let's just assume that this dude is a dirty player. He thinks he's a Philadelphia Eagle. He's going to, you know, see cheeks, grab cheeks push cheeks, tush push style. And he's using this to get under people's head in people's heads in a basketball game. I, I don't think that amounts to sexual assault. And I don't think we should be lacing people up with charges of sexual assault for contact in a basketball game. I don't think that's warranted at all, especially if he hasn't been even, ejected or even called for it by a referee so this is kind of ludicrous to a, accuse a kid who's not been charged of being you know a, of sexual assault and then to furthermore say that doug wilson is you know go after doug wilson for this so doug wilson says of this all footage of the interaction to which you refer sh shows that your accounts are false High-resolution footage of one skirmish shows at most a fraction of a second of contact between the alleged assailant and another player. The other interaction during which the Logos players is alleged to have grabbed his opponent by the crotch and then lifted him off his with a closed hand similarly involves only passing contact. In fact, even if the specific footage on which that claim was based shows that player pulling his arm free off of his opponent. The conduct you label assaultive is no more invasive and less incidental than a routine than is routine in high school, college, and professional basketball. Moreover, your posts clearly and repeatedly accuse a player of committing a crime. You spite, cite specific st criminal statutes you allege the student violated and you invite the parents and others to contact attorneys in sexual assault, in addition to being false and highly damaging, your posts are thus actionably defamatory. So, I think this is why Doug Wilson sent the cease and desist letter was the fact that they're going after a student at Logos Schools. That would be my guess. If what was the bridge too far? This is labeled count one, and I think this was the bridge too far, and Doug Wilson's had it up to here. So. The second involves an inappropriate student-teacher relationship regarding Logos School. Uh, Doug Wilson summarizes this as saying, The teacher who abused Ms. Dye 
was fired from Logos and removed as a Christ Church elder within days of the discovery of an unprofessional online message when two, two years after the fact, uh, Pastor Wilson and Logos learned for the first time that the relationship between the student and teacher may have involved illegal contact. It was Pastor Wilson himself who reported it to law enforcement, and even then, Ms. Dye categorically denied any potentially illegal contact to the police. Now, this instance, again, salacious, and it's number two for a reason. It involves an inappropriate student-teacher relationship. They seemingly fired him over being too cozy and unprofessional with a student. Uh, and this teacher got removed and all that. He would apparently have a sexual relationship with this student when she was in college. Which, to me, again, uh, says a lot of things that are going on here. And when they find out, hey, you might have also had a sexual or inappropriate touching relationship while she was still a student. They reported that to the police. That's their side of the story. I believe the other side of the story disputes how much and when he knew of what. But considering this guy hasn't been charged. This is a strange thing to try to go after, you know, Doug Wilson for. And I don't know how much you can really... Uh, you know, try and discredit his entire ministry over an inappropriate student-teacher relationship in which they fired people. Uh, they fired him as a teacher, removed him as an elder, uh, later went to the police. And then the person that he was having an inappropriate relationship with was involved in a sexual relationship with him while she was in college. I don't know. Is that really uh, the the you know the hill to die on if you're going after Doug Wilson? Because I don't think that's a uh, strong way to go out uh, on to Doug Wilson. That, but if, if they are trying to accuse him of covering up sex abuse and caping up for sex abuse, that is a strange case to use. And I think they're going to get you know again they're setting themselves up for liability there. The count bears a striking similarity to Paige Patterson, and I'm talking about Doug Wilson's characterizations, and the reason he was removed from Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary in that Wilson reported it to the police and is still being accused of covering up sex abuse. So, again, the, you know, the whole no good deed goes unpunished thing really, gives, uh, really holds true with this particular issue in the church as it relates to if you're orthodox and you act correctly on this issue of sex abuse in the church, they're still going to come after you like they did with Paige Patterson in the Southern Baptist Convention. Thirdly, Wilson strikes back to the notion that he and his wife have inappropriately asked about students' sexual behavior. And this has to do with, like, uh, doing inquiries on students who have been found to have inappropriate behavior. Uh, they're trying to make sure things aren't, you know, abusive or anything like that. And to that, Wilson says, neither Pastor Wilson nor Mrs. Wilson have ever sought to learn gr the gr you know graphic details of sexual relationships of teen lovers or anyone else. Any questions of either of them, either of them have asked 
in such contacts has been aimed at discrete and legitimate goals. For example, it is necessary to determine whether a minor who is engaged in sexual interactions was ever forced to do anything against her will or had a sexual encounter with an adult. This can include the extent of sexual conduct, such as details of touching and sexual penetration, which are which are predicates to certain crimes subjected to uh, mandatory reporting. For these purposes, asking uncomfortable questions is the only way to determine what must be done to protect victims. Had Pastor Wilson failed to ask these difficult questions to determine whether sexual misconduct had occurred, you would sur- you would you surely would have used the fail- that failure as additional support for your false claims that Pastor Wilson ignores and downplays sexual assaults. And this part at the end definitely makes me think that Doug Wilson wrote this and his lawyers went over it. The last count is that Doug Wilson denies supporting rape, uh, including and especially marital rape. So that's the you know, I guess the key distinction that they're narrowing in on as he's accused of doing by examining Moscow. It's worth noting that Doug Wilson count, uh, Doug Wilson's counts of defamation focus on the more salacious accusations made against him and his ministries. The basketball accusation occurred recently. It's probably one of the more recent allegations against him. And again, I think that was the bridge too far for Doug Wilson. So now the long-standing accusations against Wilson are being contested as well. It's worth mentioning that examining Moscow operates anonymously, something that Wilson is unfazed by. And this this is a pretty boss move by him right here. He says, quote, You refuse to attach your own names to your propaganda, but your anonymity will not protect you forever. You have implored victims to contact you for legal recommendations, apparently without realizing that civil or criminal proceedings involved involving examining Doug Wilson will would subject all of you and your co-conspirators to unmasking, not to mention personal li- potential liability. It would be it would take very little effort for a litigant to subpoena X, that's Twitter, Meta, that's Facebook, Google, GoDaddy, I guess they use GoDaddy for their uh, web DNS. And others, and other hosts to retrieve your real names, IP addresses, and contact information. And because examining Doug Wilson is not incorporated, it is not a limited liability entity. Each of your authors and administrators is individually fully liable for all of the site's content. So that part at the end is a little bit of a business law lesson about liability. And that's why if you're starting a business, you might form an LLC, limited liability company, or a corporation. Uh, Different types of liability protections are included as a benefit to that. Uh, So with that said, in fact, so he, he's giving a lesson on liability to these people. You know, he has a school called Logos and he's schooling some people in some liability law. Examining Moscow has responded to this by teasing a crowd crowdfunding campaign and bringing on the notorious liberal Boz Tijivijian. 
I don't know how to pronounce his name, for their legal defense. Apparently, he's actually interested. So that dude, I believe, writes for like RNS. So he's a hardcore liberal, but he's also a lawyer, which, you know, pretty bad combination, but that's who they're resorting to for legal help. To me, I think this is a no-win situation for examining Moscow as their ability to fund and win this potential lawsuit is dubious at best. I think Doug Wilson does have a strong case, especially when a jury is not going to fare well with accusing a minor of a crime, and Doug Wilson looks like the hero for defending a child under the law uh, from these online internet trolls. I don't think that plays well in front of a jury at all. I also think the facts are more on Doug Wilson's side. Uh, again, examining D Moscow is kind of an unhinged liberal group. And again, I also want to bring up the deeper pockets. Doug Wilson has deeper pockets than these guys probably have. That's why they're floating a crowdfunding campaign. So that's my take on that. My name is Ray. This is the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like this kind of content, subscribe to the channel if you are new. Until then, we will catch you on the next one.